Hi, this is Jackie Harper in Yorkshire in the United Kingdom. And this is Pat Patterson in Los Angeles, California in the United States. Hey, Pat. Exciting day. Hey, I know. I've just seen your president at the inauguration and um, it was an amazing event. He was spectacular in some ways. Yeah. 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 And I think what we can do, uh, Jackie, is approach it from a, a public speaking standpoint. Let's look at what Joe did right and maybe a little analysis of what he might've done better. You go first. Yeah, so what did he do right? Well, actually quite a lot of things. I think overall, he came across as um, presidential. You know, he was composed, he was steady. And there was something rather marvelous in the way he matched the moment. You know, America's in crisis, everybody knows that. Um, and he was serious, he was authentic, he was sincere and very focused on, you know, getting things better. So I, he gets a big tick from me. Okay, yeah, and, and from a perspective here in the States, there's just a lot of talk about the fact that this is the biggest crisis we've had since Roosevelt and since the Great Depression. And, and a lot, a lot of eyes are on him. And I agree, he, he had a tough, a tough bar to meet and, and he met it in so many ways. I think one of the things that, you know, he did is a lot of what you talk about in your, your great book, Executive Presence, is that he, he was present. You know, he was present and he was president. <laughs> so that, uh, you know, and, and that's a hard thing to, to, to manufacture. So I think that he, uh, he pulled that off as, as authentically as, as might be expected. Yeah. No, a, a couple of other things that, that stood out for me as well was some of the language, you know, as a, as a wordsmith, as somebody that's in journalism and likes to write, um, you know, there was some very memorable language. He talked about uncivil war and he talked about the coronavirus and he was brilliant at getting us to understand, you know, what the, the significance and the size of the loss. You know, he compared the number of people that had died in one year from coronavirus to all the people that died uh, in the world wars. Once in a century virus that silently stalks the country has taken as many lives in one year as America lost in all of World War II. So it was just, it was in a really easy way to get a sense of the gravity of the moment for uh, America. Yeah, I agree. And I think that he also, tapped into a lot of the the history over here he you know you you're a big proponent of using quotes and he used quotes from one of our you know great quotable presidents which is abraham lincoln and he he referred to uh, uh the better angels of our nature in terms of having gotten through the crisis of the insurrection that happened on those very steps where he was sworn in two weeks ago through Civil War, the Great Depression, World War, 9-11, through struggle, sacrifice, and setbacks, our better angels have always prevailed. So there was very dramatic uh, uh, juxtaposition of an orderly, tr peaceful transfer of power versus a mob overtaking the Senate and the House of Representative chambers. So 
you know, this will be this will go down in history as a very unique inauguration. Yeah, I mean, another thing that's sort of popping. I mean, I mean I'm just fizzing with it because I've just yeah. seen it. You know, the, the the way he links so many different things together. So, you know, so he talks about, you know, here we are, we're at the capital, you know, this is where Martin Luther King had the dream, this is where women march for the right uh, to vote, um, you know, and this is where, you know, this, this place was built in civil war. And I just yeah. want the wonderful linking of here we are now, um, and so much else has happened, you know, history has happened, and we've come through it. And I just love the way he linked all of that to the here and now. I thought it was clever and moving and powerful. Yeah, and I think one of the things, I, I agree, and he also, uh, you know, one of the things that I think Donald Trump did very well is he was a very plain speaker. He, he did not have a filter, for better or worse, whether you agree with politics or not, he was a compelling television presence. You gotta give him that. Ronald Reagan was a compelling television presence. Barack Obama was a compelling, television presence. Joe Biden is not a compelling television presence. So he has to come up with ways. And one of the things that he did that I noticed he did, he didn't make the speech about himself. He made it about the country. But he also, when he would get kind of personal, he would have a device that he used with his voice. Ronald Reagan did this very effectively as, a, as an actor, where he almost kind of whispered. You know, he talked about justice for all deferred no longer. And he, he was able to make italics or bold happen with his voice. And I think that's just in terms of the public speaking tips we're talking about here is something that we can all use in presenting ourselves either publicly or these days on Zoom or on, on a, a virtual presentation. Yeah. Just going to say, one of the reasons for me why that's so such a, a, an effective tool is that it's really engaging. First of all, it gives a richness to the texture of what you're saying. Instead of the graph being completely flat and everything goes along, you know, when you have that dip in sound, uh, it draws you in. You, you get curious. Your brain likes this change in activity. And it, it just works on, on so many levels. And he, yeah, he managed yeah. that uh, particularly well. When we're called to lend a hand, that's how it has to be. That's what we do for one another. And if we are this way, our country will be stronger, more prosperous, more ready for the future. And we can still disagree. Yeah. What about the, I'm going to just jump into kind of the branding and marketing of this, because that's part of my yeah, background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so one of the things that I think he did well, there's there's kind of a, a sense over here, We here here's another old white guy, you know, and, and, uh, and so he had to overcome that. And I think he did it very effectively, certainly. His, his running mate's the biggest, uh, or now Vice President Kamala Harris is the biggest uh, inclusion of that. But he brought in this wonderful young woman, Amanda Gorman, who's the Youth Poet Laureate, that I think gave the best speech at the inauguration. I mean, her uh, poem and her delivery is as much a, 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 a 
role model of effective public speaking as Joe Biden was, if not more so. What did you think of her? Oh, she was wonderful, young, vibrant, you know, and as you say, in the moment, you know, and when somebody is in the moment, wow, it's just captivating. Uh, yeah. And I, you know what? I love the little ensemble, the red bandeau uh, with the yellow jacket, just saying <laughs> what we wear yeah. also matters. Okay. No, it's great. You know, a, a star is born is what I was immediately thinking. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be inaugurating her in 20 years on the same steps. Yeah, uh, we'll certainly be hearing more from uh, from that young woman. And it was important for him to be seen to be inclusive because potentially, as you say, he could be just another one, uh, yeah. you know, another symbol of power that we've got used to. So I thought he was pretty smart uh, yeah. he, all those different uh, people. Um, so we had JLo in there. We had Lady Gaga looking very serene and very serious um, and the young woman, Amanda. And so I think he managed to kind of actually navigate what could have been a really tricky uh, optic. You know, I think he yeah. managed to navigate that really well. The message was about pulling together, about this is the moment now to do something different. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, some of the language uh, in that, I just loved. I, I thought yeah. Yeah, it resonated, effective. you know, it made it interesting. And I don't really think of Lovely Joe uh, as a passionate speaker. And, you know, boy, today, I thought he was a passionate speaker, particularly when he was talking about, you know, democracy and, you know, people will not destroy democracy. You know, we're not going to let that happen. It's not going to happen today, tomorrow whatever I just thought that was so powerful and it, it, it it's he cares so deeply this is a guy that this is so important to him yeah. uh you know it'll be interesting to see you know really what he does next and how yeah. he manages this moment yeah so what could he have done better do you think Jackie Ooh, what could he have done better? a couple of not, not much actually but a couple of things he had this amazing quote um, he was talking about the American anthem, which I don't know anything about. It's not, it's not the American national anthem. Um, yeah. But he ended it by saying something like, um, let me know in my heart when my days are through. America, America, I gave my best to you. And it was a bit of a longer quote. I just pulled out the last two lines. I thought it was such a powerful quote. You know, I love my quotes and you know, I love powerful endings. I think he could have stopped there. I mean, and, and then, you know, make sure you give your best to America or however he wants to throw it back to his audience. You could have ended it right there. You know, you had him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he was really into it when he, his delivery was just spot on. Everything was right. And then he carried on. And I thought, oh, I wouldn't have carried on, actually, at that point. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and and I hear, I hear the same thing. He did a summation where he started to kind of build, and and I thought, oh, here we go. He's he's reminding us the whole of he's he's reminding us of what he told us, and then here again, maybe he could have stopped. But it's a little bit like an Oscar acceptance speech where you're just trying to cram everything in there and 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 whatnot. But just overall. Uh, I would give him a, a, a an A, now maybe not an A plus, but an A for uh, hitting hitting the marks. How about you? Yeah, I so say I would give him yeah an A, an A for 
all the elements that were, that, you know, when you put, it's the alchemy of everything. It's about him, yeah. it's about what he said, it's about the emotions, how he came across. Yeah, it's, it's an A from the UK. An A from the UK and an A from the USA. There we go. <laughs> and on that, we'll, we'll uh, tie it up. Uh, Jackie, how can people that are listening or watching get in touch with you? Yeah, if you want more public speaking tips, um, you can either get the QR code if you're watching, just snap it on your on your cell phone, mobile phone, we call it here. Or you can email me at Jackie at execpresentations.com. That's Jackie at execpresentations.com. And you're the brand expert, marketing guy. How do we get hold of you, Pat? Yeah, so they can reach me on, on my website, which is patpatison.net, P-A-T-T-I-S-O-N.net, or email me patremade at gmail.com. So this is another episode from our ongoing series, Jackie, two coaches, two continents, one new life audit with Pat Patterson and Jackie Harper. Bye-bye. Looking forward to the next one. Take care, Jackie.